Kimlimaran. Slavathad Maryam Yemi. A, best, a blessed and a glorious Easter of the resurrection of our Lord. As we enter into this beautiful mystery, we enter into the time of mercy, the time of love, the time of divine mercy. It's a mercy on a different level. It's a mercy on God's level, not just what we can appreciate or what we can show to, to each other. And that's why this is the time for us to turn to the Lord. It's the time to gaze upon the cross and see it empty. To look upon the grave and see it empty. And yet hear his beating heart for us. And that's the Eucharist. But what a difference a couple of days make. You know, I remember when I was in uh, late high school, early college, there was a commercial that used to say, what a difference a day makes, 24 hours. Today, it's more of 15 minutes will save you 15%. I don't want to be a commercial. But think about this. Think about Friday. Think about today. Let's look at it from a weather point of view. I don't know about you if you've noticed this, but as long as I've been alive, 95% of the time, Good Friday is always rainy, cold, dreary. Regardless of what the days before were, but the next couple of days, usually. I know yesterday was a gorgeous day until evening. Today, God willing, will be another beautiful day. It's almost as if creation is coming out and singing God's resurrection. But they weren't the only ones. See, on Friday, Peter was a betrayer. Today, Sunday, he's a believer. He's on his way to sainthood and to become one of the greatest saints ever. What happened? What's the difference? What changed him? It's a resurrection. Jesus is alive. Friday, the Jewish high priests got rid of Jesus. He's out of their hair. They're done. They don't have to deal with him. Today, they have an even bigger problem. They don't even know what to do with this issue. And according to the Gospel of Matthew, when the angel rolled the, the, the big stone, the Roman soldiers saw. They got scared. They left their post. By the way, you don't leave your post. That's punishable by death unless you're given an order. They don't go to their Roman chiefs. They go to the high priest and they say, we saw what we saw and it scared them to death. Jewish high priests said, don't worry. We'll take care of your leaders. We'll pay them off. But they still refused to believe. What happened? What's the difference? The difference is looking towards Christ or looking towards yourself. And if all you do is you look at yourself and your needs and what you want and what you expect, like the Jewish high priest, you will never see the resurrection. And that's the difference. See, on Friday, Mary the mother of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, and other Marys and other women were in unbelievably horrible agony. Probably one of the worst, if not the absolute worst agonies a mother, a friend would witness in history. 
today, they're alive, happy, rejoicing, proclaiming him alive. Again, what happened? What's the difference? It's just from Friday to Sunday morning. The answer is the same. See, this is God's mercy. This is God's love, but only if we use it. Friday, Judas was a coward. He had a hint of courage. Went to the high priests to try to do the right thing. Today, he's dead. He had the call to be a priest, to bless the world. He could have been a saint, like St. Peter. Today, he's the devil's right hand. What happened? He denied. He couldn't believe. Friday, two thieves were hung with Jesus. Today, one is in paradise. The one on the right. The other, don't know. Maybe don't want to know. This is what a short period of time will do. This is what Jesus will do for you. Today is either faith or nothing. Nothing in between. You can't have both. You can't say, I believe, but... You can't say, well, sort of. But they usually say, you're either pregnant or you're not. It can't be probably. You may be confused, that's fine. But with Jesus, he's either alive and wants to give you life. Or maybe he's dead. And this is all a lie. And it's been a lie. And it's been a joke. And we need to stop this. For 2,000 years, we've been under a great lie. St. Paul challenges. He challenges us today just as he challenged the people 2,000 years ago. He says that Jesus appeared to the apostles, to him last, and he throws this challenge. He says, ah, by the way, he appeared to 500 people at once. We have no idea what he's talking about. That's the only time that's been mentioned. But he throws it as a, as a challenge and he says, you don't want to believe in the resurrection? Well, I challenge you. 500 people saw him at once. Most of them are alive at the time. A few people have died. He says he, they're you know, asleep. But he's alive. And that's the challenge. Is he alive? If he is, show him. Is he giving you life? Do you feel the call? St. Paul will quote one of the Psalms. If today you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. He's calling. What keeps you? What keeps you from responding? You may feel like maybe you're not worthy. Well, on Friday there was a soldier a Roman soldier who put a spear on the side of Jesus. I'm not, I don't know about you, but you can't get much worse than that. Now, he later proclaimed in the scripture, truly this is the Son of God. And what we know according to tradition, this man not only believed, but on Friday he puts a spear on the side of Jesus. On Sunday he leaves the Roman army. 
He follows a bunch of Christians that he finds later on. He gets baptized, becomes a bishop, becomes a martyr. He becomes a witness to Christ's love. Friday, he didn't care. Sunday, he was a changed man. What happened? We all know what happened. See, Friday, the whole world was waiting for, how is just Jesus going to save the world? And he's talked about it. And he does it in a manner that people just were not waiting for. I'm sorry, I don't come to go to a place and say, I'm going to save you and die on a cross. It doesn't happen this way. It's not human. And that's the answer. It's divine. And it's divine on its greatest sense. And this is how he wants to save. And this is how he wants to save you. He wants to carry our burdens. Today he shows it. By raising it up into a glorified body. Not only for him, but for us. No one expected this. The apostles were expecting an earthly kingdom. That's why when they hear about kingdom, they always go, hey, right hand, left hand. Sometimes they use mommy. She comes in and says, hey, put one of those in your kingdom. In a sense, what she was basically saying is, have one crucified on your right and another one crucified on your left. And Jesus looked at her and said, do you even know what you're asking for? Do you even know what I'm going to go through to make this kingdom present? Well, today the apostles know. They recognize. They finally have had their eyes open. They're going to proclaim this kingdom that's filled with mercy. It's invisible for those who don't have faith. Oh, it's right there and it's quite visible for those who live under the divine mercy of God and through his love and sacrifice. On Friday, they ran away from God. On Sunday, they're running towards God. And after Pentecost, they're going to go all over the world proclaiming this to their death. What happened in such a short time? So the question is, where are you? Are you Judas? Somehow betrayed Jesus. Well, today Jesus says, well, I can save you. Could have saved Judas too. Could have made him a saint. Are you Peter? Overly zealous, but afraid? Well, Jesus wants to look at you today and to change you by that one gaze, that one look. When Jesus looked at Peter, Peter was changed. And he wants to look at you today. Are you a Roman soldier who pierced the hands and feet of Jesus through sin? Well, today Jesus wants his body, his blood, the blood and water that flowed from his side to spill on you, to heal you? Are you one of the holy women who kind of lost hope? Who went to the tomb thinking they're going anoint, to anoint a dead body? There's no more hope. He's dead. They're going to find a corp, a corpus. Today, Jesus calls you by name and says to you to tell the world, I'm alive. That divine love can never be overcome. Not even death. Resurrection. Where are you in this event? Are you an innocent bystander just looking? 
Do you want Jesus to touch you? And next Sunday, we will hear Jesus saying to Thomas, Touch me. Touch my side. Touch me. Receive me. Don't go out without me. I want you to be part of all of this. That's why Jesus gave us the Eucharist. Just the same night that he was betrayed. Because he wants us to participate in his resurrection. In his passion, his death, and his resurrection. Jesus wants to touch you by you touching him. Turn to the Lord. He's here. He's alive. He's truly alive. He's life-giving. This is the time of mercy. Divine mercy. This is the time to bring our lives to Jesus and to say, Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.